0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter Season Five, Episode 2. Greg Snow, Olivia Golf Club Head Professional, along with Scott McDonald's, Director of Speed, Ripstick. Scott, good morning. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right, Greg. Uh, I'm excited on one note because the Timberwolves are officially in the playoffs. We don't have to debate, are they in the postseason? What's the plan? They are now in the playoffs. Uh, second time since 2004, we're very happy here in Minnesota.
0: Scott, I almost texted you last night because it reminded me of game 82, 2018. The last time, uh, actually the only time maybe you and I have ever been to a Timberwolves game together. I think we indulged in some folks, which at one time was a sponsor of our show. Uh, if you recall, not in any financial means, but just in name only because the meat sweats. I promptly had a heart attack shortly after that. You remember? There was yes, like I do. I recall. After. So that I ended. Recall. That ended full the chow for us, and uh, we have we need to do it. But I thought about you last night because it was like, I wanted to be there so bad. Uh, my my daughter's boyfriend was twenty three rows up, and he said he stood the entire game. Scott.
1: Yeah. No, I know a couple of people that were at the game and sounded like the atmosphere was crazy. Um, Kind of a ugly first quarter. I think you could put that lightly. (laughs) Ugly, maybe some nerves, but uh, down the stretch, it was a lot of fun. And it's just fun to see things like that. Even though this is a golf podcast, fun to see just... Great events in sports. Well,
0: let's, um, let's tie it together, Scott. Jeff Municki is a good friend of the uh, of the golf family. Good friend of the PGA section. He works for the Timberwolves. He has his own podcast with your buddy Scotty Cole. I love to talk uh, golf. <laughs> I mean, we have connections to the T Wolves here, and it's a big deal to us.
1: So I'm going to already start the apology setting, segment because you've now called Brad Cole Scott Cole again, and it's Jeff Municki not. Muneki.
0: Muneki is what I've always called him. It's Muneki. No, I've called him Muneki always.
1: <laughs> well, he's too nice to let you know, but anyways, we do have some connections in golf. Jeff's daughter, yeah, she uh she plays college golf out in South Dakota, um at USD and she's went through our junior PGA, which we'll, we're we're going to talk about junior golf today. And yep, Brad's been a long time uh, rep for Nike. It's uh, Scott Cole is now a rep for Yamaha, I believe. So uh, I'm sure Scotty's a big, big basketball fan too.
0: Brad, I'm so sorry. Uh, that is, I, I called that to his face one time. I think I told you that up at the uh, girls' state tournament, and more uh, than I, once. There's a reason why he hasn't talked to me in a long time. Uh, Scott, I'm sorry. Okay, now I got a request from somebody that they wanted and I know it's a rough day but I'm gonna put you on the spot they said we missed the songs Scott you're the singer we you know what we just we gonna play in the pro pro on Monday and we we're gonna drive to Sioux Falls together and there's gonna be some singing in the car because that's what you and I do we've been canceled that event is no longer it won't happen so we're gonna miss out on singing so let's bring something up do you have a song in mind that you could sing for our listeners. You don't you want to skip it today?
1: Well, the only song that I was thinking of, it's it's been a rough day in the, the McDonald household already, but uh we got an illness running through, and two out of the four are not feeling well. So um And you're on the iffy, right? Yeah, I'm on the iffy, but uh um let me pull up the lyrics. You want to usually
0: don't you want to sing "We Are the Champions"? Oh yeah, for sure. but again, did you see what TNT clowned us so bad last night because they were celebrating so hard? Did you stay yeah. up late enough to watch? Yeah, that? I,
1: I saw that they were all mad about that.
0: So we don't want to go too over the top because I guess we'll get lumped in, Scott. All right, there you go. Taking my
1: bows and my curtain calls. You brought me fame and fortune and everything that goes with it. I thank you all, but it's been no bed of roses, no pleasure cruise. I consider it a challenge before the human race, and I ain't gonna lose. Greg goes on
0: and on and on and on, and
1: And we are the champions, my my friends. And we'll keep on bargaining till, till the end. Boy, oh, I missed now. that note, Scotty. <laughs> All right. Good start. So uh, I I was like, what song are we going to sing? And I saw that. I'm like, well, we got to do We Are the Champions, right? There we go.
0: We maybe went too far over the top. All right. You're right. Uh, we can start the apologies with. With Greg Snow just completely messing up Brad Cole's name, and um, Brad was at
1: the game last night. He took his father Jeffrey and Seth Hoshite, who works for Ripstick. He's at the game. I'm sure there's a bunch of Bush? people at the game. Yeah. Oh,
0: Hosh yeah. got to go.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. He he bought uh, got tickets lower level. So yeah, it, it was it's just fun to see playoff atmosphere basketball in Minnesota, right?
0: Yeah. I- I was on Twitter pretty hard about it, Scott, and I just don't think people understand. Lavelle Neal III, I'll call him out right here on our show. He thinks that it was way over the top, and I'm like, well, baseball players do it every time they win the they win the pennant, you know, all the champagne everywhere, and and this was a big deal. We've been through a lot. I mean, even our last good team was with Jimmy Butthead, and we couldn't even celebrate that because the next year he wanted out. You know, yeah. we were at that game, 82, and we thought, okay, we got something good happening. Yeah, we had to slide in as the eight seed because he was hurt for a lot of those times. And so it's been three years since we've had a chance to really even think about being in the playoffs. And then Kat throws up a dud last night, complete dud, and we still win. Yeah. So, yeah. We have right to be excited, but um, I suppose that's enough about T. Well, uh, you and I are passionate about it and uh, what – Give me in the four sports, Scott, the four major team sports in Minnesota. rank that for how you like to watch. So you got, uh, the, you got the Twins, the Wild,
1: mm-hmm. the T-Wolves, and the Vikings. Uh, Wild's last. I I like hockey, but it's not like my thing. Isn't
0: um, that crazy? No, you love
1: hockey. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's I, crazy. I, yeah, I mean, I, I'll i look at the box scores, but I don't. Uh, the are last. Um, I'd probably put the Twins next, even though I really like baseball. It's it's like we're talking like these are all – it's very close. It'd be like what are the best golf courses between Augustine, Pebble Beach, and Pine Valley. They're all really close. It's not like there's a loser. But the Wild for sure is fourth twins uh vikings are two for me and timberwolves are number one because i just love basketball and yeah so
0: if Bally sports had a viking or excuse me a twins game or excuse no i said that wrong if they had on a t wolves game and a wild game which happens a lot you're not even entertaining the idea of watching the wild no not unless it's
1: a playoff game and in the timberwolves aren't playoffs but that would never happen so no um and i don't have valley so i don't get to watch any of it anyways so all i all i am is i'm relegated to the 1950s and reading box scores
0: you had some tnt last night that helped you and then got to watch Shaq and uh charles and kenny just clown on us i was was livid but again i i i understand we we're a laughing stock franchise right yeah so whatever hopefully now we can go beat memphis and uh do something but for me it's um vikings and t wolves are 1a and 1b um i probably would choose the vikings over the t wolves even though i'm a basketball guy i've never played football any at any level um then it's the wild for me real and all three of those are really close and then the twins are further down i think it's because of the 162 scott
1: it wears you
0: down yeah i think it's hard for me i have them on all summer here at the golf club It's always something to watch, but even last night I just couldn't get into it. Um, You know, I was so pumped for the uh, for the Wolves game, I just couldn't figure it out. So, and then like you and I, we'd rather you know we'd probably golf during the uh, during Friday of the Masters if we had a chance.
1: Yeah, no, uh, that's and that's my thing is I if it's a good golf day, there's something uh, I. Yeah, I'm not going to just watch a regular season Vikings game if it's a nice Sunday in September. That's, yeah, that's I, just not me. We have the NCC,
0: skip Vikings games. Golf kind of takes precedence. So, And this is a golf podcast, although it seems like we're trying to become more, uh, more diversified here in our conversations, and I appreciate that, Scott, because you know how much I love sports. Oh, yeah. And I know oh, you yeah. do, too. No, so, we can chat about the
1: other stuff. But let a lot's happened since the last podcast.
0: Well, yeah, it's been a month. Can you believe that? No. It goes by pretty quick. And that's a month of our life gone just like that. A lot like the SEO. We talked a little bit about it last time. And we went down to Branson, you and I, and a bunch of the guys up north. Jack Adam, I'm going to leave somebody out just like I left some people out on those pictures I took. Yeah. Um, do you remember that, Scott?
1: I do remember. Where, why didn't I get a picture with you? You just don't like me, apparently.
0: Why were you sitting in your car so long in that final round? Were you doing your Jane Fonda yoga stretches in the car?
1: I was trying to stay as warm as possible for as long as possible.
0: Okay. Because you didn't want to wear a lot of layers while you are playing? No,
1: I had plenty of layers. I had the sweatpants under the golf pants. Oh, Have I you ever done that?
0: that? Uh, I won't do that. No. You know I wore shorts the entire weekend. Yeah, you you're there's something wrong with you. I uh, we were on vacation. I wanted, but anyway, Scott started the day 14 back. You had it back to within two at one point. I think the final so. round. Yes. And uh Jesse Nelson ended up being our winner, uh five time champion, I believe, now. Uh he he surpassed me. I think we were tied at four. He'll correct me if I'm wrong on this, and then I'll apologize for it. Uh, but yes, we did have a lot happened. Uh, I got to play Payne Valley, Scott. I got to play uh, Buffalo Ridge down there. You chose to not, you chose to ride home with Janu and Seuss instead. And uh, probably because it was your car. But anything else you want to tell people about the NCO? You whip me as normal.
1: Oh yeah, does that count as a 1-0 start to one. the season? It's one, it's not. Even though I beat you every single round. It's You a did point. not
0: beat me every round. I beat you in round two. Okay. Because so, I, I was low round at Branson Hills, which by the way, everybody, if you go to Branson, Branson Hills should be on your list too. Branson right? Hills not is really good. Cedar, not, oh my goodness. And again, I know a bunch of you guys got on the grumbling train because of our first golf course. Um, but, but when we made that switch over to Branson, I think everybody was ecstatic. That was a fun golf course.
1: Branson Hills is very nice. The whole area is great. I think anybody in Minnesota... From Alexandria, we made it in about 10 and a half. From the cities, you can make it about eight and a half. So it's it's not a bad drive, and there's a ton of great golf. I, and I didn't even get to go to Big Cedar Lodge. So Greg played a couple of them. The pictures were making a lot of us jealous. The only thing that I could say is, Could you, do they make those fairways so big at Payne's Valley that you could land a 747 jet? (laughs) Scott,
2: you,
0: did I show you that one, uh, the par five, number four? We all hit drives and there's bunkers kind of strategically placed. And then we looked down, we're like, well, you got a 140 yard wide layup area. And I, I mean, they just, I'm sure they just said, let's just cut this all fairway. Who cares? What's the yeah. big deal? And you can lay up to any angle you want. So I went back and watched when Justin Rose, Rory McElroy, Justin Thomas, and Tiger played there, and they showed highlights on YouTube about that. And, of course, they don't show how wide all the fairways were, but they it's not like when we're heading up to a uh, uh, tower this year for the uh, club professional championship. That's the opposite. You know, when you got yeah. woods on both sides and you're trying to steer it down there you know, because I'll be, these were different. Kind of like letstone was a little tight. We had a good time yeah. there too. That one had some tight holes.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was a good fun trip. Weather was, it's certainly better than it was, it is right now. Um, and I think that's the other thing that we need to discuss is clearly the golf season. When is it going to get here? It's going to be one of those late springs and who knows, right?
0: Well, Scott, if we have time at the end, maybe we can discuss that because the petition is back around for high school golf to be moved to the fall there's been some chatter about it again and every time we have a uh, spring like this it always comes up and again I don't know that they're wrong but uh, that's what it is but I think at this time we need to bring in Kaylee Uh, she always brings us our state of the section uh, news and uh, Kaylee good morning
2: good morning
0: what do you got for us this fine day
2: yeah so things are starting to pick up in the section office and we're excited to start the season on may 2nd with the luther pro series one scott
0: and i are signed up scott you going to everything i have a meeting in the morning i can't make the education but i'll make it at 12 51 by the way everybody i was late for the podcast today um so the first time i always make fun of scott for it this was one of the few times that he beat me on um but I'm going to run in at 12.52 for that tea time at Luther. Are you making it for the whole day, Scotty?
1: Yeah, I'll be there for the whole day. Obviously, as an officer, I'll be there for the meeting. and you know, it would be great to see. I'm expecting record high attendances due to it being the M- end of the MSR cycle. So it'll be fun to see some familiar faces. Um, some
0: unfamiliar faces too yes
1: yeah, so some faces we haven't seen in a while um, the, the other thing Greg on that is when Tone gets on you could always request a B group and that will give you a little bit more time He'd maybe accommodate
0: Tone noted he's not on <laughs> yet but when he comes on I appreciate that I have a meeting at 930 it goes to 11 they add it onto the agenda to 1130 I believe it's an hour and 27 minutes from my house to Olympic, and uh, I've already mapped a lot of this out. Jack World will be standing on the uh, 10th tee, first tee, I don't know, wherever Tone wants to start us, and uh, we'll go from
3: there.
2: Perfect. Haley. what else you got? (laughs) Um, So fun enough, we get to announce pretty soon the cup matches team versus the MGA. So stay tuned for that little sneak peek.
0: Wait, wait. We we're not sharing that today. Will that be on the next episode?
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: May 11th is kind of the one we got. Oh, yeah, because the cup matches are when Kaylee. They're May 24th. They're, yes. 24th? Not that I have that
1: date on my calendar.
0: Well, you should keep <laughs> Scott, it on your calendar, Scott.
1: I'm not getting the call this year. Trust me. You, see, you said how low I was on the section championship. I'm. Don't not give it the call.
0: Don't give it away. But there's always the alternate
2: list. We'll announce soon on socials, so stay okay. tuned to that. Thank um, you, Kaylee. Also, talking a little bit about junior golf, this is kind of fun and a really fun event for the junior golf space, but we did announce our cup teams versus the Wisconsin Foundation this year, um, so those will be in June, at the end of June, down in Lacrosse. so we had some really, really good teams lined up, that I'm excited for that event.
0: And now, Kaylee, and maybe Tone could answer this too. But this is all points-driven, correct? And it's from—is it from last year or last year and some of this year?
2: Well, so the junior um, golf space is a little bit different than I think the MGA PGA Cup matches. So in the junior golf space, um, they have to win certain events to qualify uh, for a spot. But then it's also based on Player of the Year points, um, and then just other Soda Series events. Um, So there is kind of, you know, events that you have to essentially win if you're going to make cup team. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. um, Very cool event. I think the juniors take great pride in qualifying for that event. I like the splash video on Instagram of all the qualifiers with the swings and all that. That was really cool. Um, where, Where in lacrosse is the event at?
2: the country club down in the cross.
1: Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's fun to see. And we've had a couple of, you know, we've had some great teams here, Greg of Minnewaska and we've had a couple of gals, uh, qualify for the cup matches. Uh, Sarah Iverson who works for us at Ripstick, she was on those and those teams. And they, they talk very highly of that event. It's a, it's a really cool event for the kids.
2: Yeah, definitely. We, you know, make it so fun for those kids. It's an honor that a lot of kids, you know, don't take for granted. They've worked hard to be on the team. And it's a really fun event to compete with Wisconsin, to compete with Wisconsin, but also, um, you know, hang out with those guys. They're really fun.
0: Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but I got to share this. Uh, um, One of my uh, members just walked in and he handed me a uh, a $1,000 check, not to me, but to the golf club. His wife passed away last year. And they're donating a thousand dollars to the golf club. Do I work at the greatest place or what,
1: Scotty? Well, that's I've pretty told you impressive, this. huh? I would have given him a hug impressive. when you're on the air here. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to give him give him a hug after. Shout out the episode. to Coach
0: Jay Scotty. He coached golf at Bold for fifty years. Fifty years. Is Janu gonna make fifty years?
1: Yeah, he started late. Exactly. Although his his dad's in pretty good health in his in his late 80s, so you never know.
0: All right. Well, I probably I'm on year 11 of coaching. I probably won't make 50, but uh, big shout out to Coach Jay. Um, That's unbelievable. But uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Kaylee. Let's go back to you.
2: That was a little super cool. That's a cool cool gift. Um, so just moving along into junior golf space, uh, we're really excited for this next upcoming year. We're up 11% from last season already. Um, so we have a ton hey, Kaylee, of- Kaylee, stop. Wasn't last year crazy good? <laughs> yes. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited for the season. You know, we're starting to work with our on-siders who are, um, you know, part of our team that run those events all summer. We have 194 junior golf events. That's crazy.
0: Okay, so me and Scott have been on this. We have 194 events. Yeah. Are they all? Do they all have a spot, or are we still looking for some courses for them?
2: So the ones that we have out now are on courses, but we can always take more. You know, sites that'll be willing to host a junior golf event because odds are we'll fill it.
0: Okay, and Scott, put in your shameless plug right now. It's actually not even shameless. Uh, you, the officers, talk about that, and I think it's a great plan. Love to ask, especially private clubs. Don't even look at just this year, at 2022. Let's start talking about 23 and 24. Carla's well, calendar goes way out, does it not?
1: Yeah, and that's, that's ultimately what's going to have to happen is the growth is the last three years, well, even before COVID, the growth was still very strong and it's not gonna slow down um, unless, unless we slow it down as operators by not offering our facilities. Uh, if we don't have more facilities, we can't grow. And that's ultimately where we're at right now is we're very close to being full. I mean, the, the younger events, they don't fill up, but for sure, on the players tour we we can't grow anymore because we don't have the facilities i would say mister you can probably speak to this a little bit more kaylee but i would say that all of our players tour events are either full full or 90 full
2: yeah they're full with waiting lists
1: yeah so that's and that's and that all happened in the course of most of them, like minutes, right? Yeah, minutes. So, I don't minutes. So if we if we want to grow the the junior space, which clearly the kids and the parents are there's a demand for it, but the only way we can grow is if there's more more room to put these these kids out there. So I'll say it again: we're not asking every year. We're just asking once every three or four years, especially in the metro. Outstate, it's the demand isn't as high because the population density isn't as thick. The metro, for sure, we need more host facilities. So just once in the next four years, please. Okay,
0: I'm going to piggyback on that for a second. If you don't want to hear about this from myself or Scott McDonald on May 2nd, you better avoid us. You better not hang out at that I mean I'm not gonna be there early enough on the putting green, but we're gonna look you right in the eye, some of you guys, and say, Have you hosted a junior event in the last five years? If not, we need your help. I mean, this is it's getting serious, Scott. I, I know we always say it, and I'm sure everybody's like, Well, that's I just can't figure out a way to can, right? Yeah, I, I I've always hate that answer. I can't, I can't. I tell my kids that I can't, I can't. We'll figure out a way to can, right? Somehow, some way.
1: Four years out, mark a Monday, let your board know. It's It's ultimately, it's not that difficult if you talk your board and your ownership team through it. It's helping grow the game. I think there was a great story at a, at a meeting that we had about somebody hosting an event, a junior event at Oxbow. And they had a bunch of, it was a players tour and a bunch of kids came out there and it was, you know, well, this junior event's out here. Well, a couple weeks later, the the I think it was Corey Hurlickson who was the operator and and I'm not sure, but one of those families came out and said, hey, we love this junior event so much, we're going to join as members at Oxbow. So it's like, it, it, it's not like you're just, it's not about the revenue it's not about that is sure you might see some benefits but it's about ultimately growing the game so doing the right thing
0: yeah well said kaylee anything else to add in the junior golf
2: that's all i have for now so thank you
0: all right thank you kaylee let's bring tone in here uh something we've been waiting for and um i i want to start with this scott because i want to get it out of the way as fast as possible before we talk about tone's experience down there um he was able to go but I'm holding in front of me, um, the minutes, let's call them the minutes for March 16th, uh, 2022, which was where we, uh, picked, uh, we picked our winners and we gave tone first pick Scott second pick. And, uh, I can say that, you know, tone was the only guy that had all three picks cut. So he had that Scott, you had the top guy. None of us had Scotty Scheffler. Uh, which really shocks me because he had already won a couple times.
1: How did how did we miss that? He hadn't won the match play. The match play, right? But he had which won was, yeah, he had already won twice, but the match play hadn't happened. And if, the, if we had done it after the match play, I think for sure one of us would have picked him.
0: So Tone had Hobelit or Victor Hoblin. I've missed up all the names They don't Morikawa Zalatoris.
3: That's right, Scott.
0: Scotty had Smith, Spieth, and Thomas, and I had ready for this. Tone, do you remember who I had? I don't. (laughs) Watch this. Pepka, Rose, and Shoffley. MC, MC, MC. That's embarrassing. (laughs) That's embarrassing. And there was no point where Rose was going to make that cut. I mean, I I was watching him because I have him in a lot of my drafts. I love picking him. He always do well there. Kepka and Shafley. Shafley didn't make one birdie, you guys. 36 holes. I just spit. I'm so mad. Not one birdie at Augusta. And I know it's wow. a hard course, but find me another player, including uh, Sandy Lyle, who didn't make a cut or didn't make one birdie. So anyways, we said we were going to go by money. And obviously Cameron Smith and Justin Thomas. Scott, winner of the first prediction segment tone second place i don't know if you count that you're the first loser and i was nowhere even close tone <laughs> tell, me, tell us tell us what happened in your life and how you went down and spent like six weeks down there in augusta
3: um yeah so i you know uh been thinking about going to the masters for a few years you know since becoming a pga professional and um you know this year kind of panned out to to make it happen obviously with 2020 and 2021, um, you know, having no spectators at first, then not allowing PGA pros, you know, I kind of wanted to take the opportunity this year, just in case if you never know, they ever were to get rid of that privilege, I hope not. But um, I just said, you know, this is the year to do it. And uh, booked the ticket a couple months ago and got it all booked and went down there from Wednesday in the practice round all the way to Sunday. So it was a long five days, but I took in the full experience. This was your first one? First one, yeah. You know.
0: Okay, I get first question, Scott. Then you can go. How many? And I mean how many, pimento and cheese sandwiches, dollar fifty, did you have?
3: Um, I didn't I had about, I think four. I didn't have that many, but it, I did it got better over over the times of trying it. At first I was a little like on the fence, but then it did get better every time you had more.
0: Hundred percent. I had four the one day I went, and I was very skeptical because I hate olives i don't i don't not like olives i hate olives and i thought there's no way and i am that's the only reason i'd go back to be honest pimento and cheese sandwich how sad is that scott go ahead you
3: get the next question Uh, the
1: pimento cheese is great but uh, did you have the egg salad
3: i did not no i'm not
1: egg salad is almost (laughs) as good but i like the pimento cheese better um yeah, I mean, it's it's just a great experience. We're very fortunate that the PGA professionals get to go to this. I hope they never take that away or someone ruins that for us. Um, so what um, what was your favorite part of the experience?
3: A couple. I would say, obviously, just seeing the course in person. Obviously, I was surprised about how close, like, the green to tea was. You know, a lot of the times like 13, I always watching it on TV, I always thought that hole is kind of by itself in the green, but you never realize that 14 T is just right next to it. Um, but you know, I'm a I'm a huge Tiger fan. And so when that news came out that he may be playing, um, I thought this was gonna, you know, it was just gonna elevate the experience more for that first masters and uh being there to see him. Um, you know, we I was right there when he, you know, walked on the first tee. and on 18 I had my tournament chair on the first row of 18 green, uh, right by the hole. So watching him finish the first round and standing ovation and all that, I mean, that was that was something special uh, just to experience, to see him come back and to see how, you know, I guess everybody was so excited just to, you know, see him playing and see him back.
0: Tone, explain the tournament chair, because that was a question I had when I was there. I, I looked over on 16, the par three, and on the hill on the other side of the water, all chairs and then when we saw it nobody was there and i thought i want to go sit in one of those but i don't think you can so explain how the tournament chair works
3: yeah so you you basically have a tournament chair you put your like business card or your name um in the back of it they have a slot and then you kind of go there and you uh put it wherever you where there's an opening and kind of these like designated seating areas that they have painted on um on the ground um, and you just set it there all day, and you can go to it whenever you would like. Um, there are people who do sit in your chair or other chairs, and then you just ask them if you go back to it. Say, "Hey, that's my chair," and they'll stand up, and you'll get back going. So,
1: oh,
3: okay. like a makeshift, you know, grandstand because they don't have grandstands on these holes. Um, I was a little skeptical too. I was like, "Nobody's gonna take it or whatever." I mean, people leave it there all day they leave their merchandise under the chair and it's no it's never taken it's just crazy i've never you do that at any other event that you will never see that chair again
1: yeah it's uh i think when i went last time i went was 2017 i believe you can have two tournament chairs and you could put one yeah like tone on on the ropes on 18 or somewhere like you know, someplace else out there. But yes, it is crazy that you can walk up, Greg, and say, "Hey, somebody's sitting in the chair," and you're like, "Hey, I'm Scott McDonald. That's my chair." And they'll get they'll get up. And if the thing is, here's here's what everybody knows: if you don't get up and get out of that chair, and you get someone from Augusta, that person's never coming back. You're gone. See forever. you later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not just gone for that day. You're gone. For- What an exclusivity that they have and they can control, right? So people are on their best behavior. I agree with that. Tone,
3: um, did
0: you happen to lay down on the grass at all?
3: I did not, but I saw somebody who was laying down on the grass and uh, they were were told to get up. What? Uh... On On the first day or second day I was there, there was someone just like laying on the grass, just soaking in. On uh, I think it was seventeen, and the security guard called, told him, "Hey, you get up. You can't. You can't lay down on the property."
0: I didn't know that because I I I laid down on it because I'm like, this looks like my bed. People have no idea. Oh, I'm sorry to rub it into them who want to go because everybody's like, "Well, I'm in the lottery system. we will just see if I get." <laughs> and I just let you know that area between eight, not uh how does it go there's a huge huge yep. there, seven football fields between 18 yeah. and nine
1: and yeah yep, that
0: yep. it's like as big as olivia golf club i tell people this and literally it's unbelievable how big that area is and i just laid down scotty because the grass the grass and then right up to the concrete did you notice, Tone, how it's perfect right to the concrete yeah. and in our courses you know that's all wore out right i'm mean, just Cart path, you name, it. but at Augusta, I mean, give us some fine details that you notice that you're like,
1: wow,
3: how do, you do that. I mean, it just just overall, you know. Um, I mean, I made a joke with um, with people there that you know I'm colorblind, so I probably don't see it as green as everybody else does. But they were asking me like, well, what do you see? I'm like, well, it is definitely is greener than um, courses that I've seen. Um, but just overall, the you know walking on the course, um, you know it 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 just I know it kind of it it looks like what you see on TV, but it, it just adds it's it's something to see in person as well. Um, you know the greens, I thought the green complexes were crazy on in person, like number six that par three, uh, then the undulations they have in the hills. I'm like, where, where are you gonna if you were to play this? Like, where do you land the ball? especially with some of the hole locations. And uh, another fun green I thought was um, 14 on Saturday where they had the hole. It was, like, right in front of the ridge. And um, that's probably the biggest thing I noticed is, you know, you can have a lot of fun if you're sitting hole locations there. Um, and so that's that's something you don't really notice on TV as as well that you notice in person. Where did you stay, Tony? Uh, We had an Airbnb Um kind of about 10 minutes from the course so it was a, it was neat to be that close and it was easy every morning scotty
0: where did you stay when you were out there
1: uh columbia south carolina which is about an hour and a half hour 15.
3: so which it's kind of uh, have
0: to right i that's what i'm shocked on you must have booked this a year ago
3: huh it was yeah it was booked uh a little bit ago so yeah we got a L- little bit ago <laughs> Scotty was up late with
0: the uh, with the T-Wolves and with the kids in case you're wondering about the awning.
1: Yes. It's uh, <laughs> but I will say that the best part about the masters when we have a late spring like this is you can watch everything. The coverage is unbelievable. Uh, you can literally see every single shot. Um, it's just it's just fun to follow along and uh yeah. It's, it's just, what do you think? What did you think of the roars tone? You could definitely hear the different roars. I, I loved when you'd be like, Oh, somebody just birdied, whatever. Then you'd hear some You're like, Oh, somebody just eagled 13. And then you'd really hear when I was there on a Sunday and we had hole in ones on 16 and you could, that was the biggest roar. So what do you, what do you think the roars they're real? Aren't yeah. they?
3: yeah that was that was something i was talking about with somebody it's just hearing the roars like through the trees and through the course is interesting and you know the one aspect that you can't bring in your phone at the event it's you can't like track it you know you go to any other tournament you can kind of know what's going on uh you really have to rely on the leaderboards and all that i mean on the last day on sunday we were sitting on 17 in the grandstand as kind of all the uh final groups were coming in and we we waited all the way through through Scottie Scheffler's group but when they were the final group was going through hole 12, you know, we heard this big, Oh, and we're like, Oh, somebody must've hit it in the water or did something or missed a putt. And when they post that, um, score on the leaderboard for Cameron Smith, you know, when he made a triple bogey, I think everybody was like, it's just like the feeling that you get is like, everybody's like, Oh, you're just reacting to that. And then on 18, when Rory and Colin Morikawa both hold out with bunker shots, I mean, I was like, I thought, I thought Rory hold out for Eagle or something. And then you hear it again. And I'm like, I don't know what's, you know, you don't know what's going on. You see them just both birdie. And then we learn, you know, when we're in the car, like all the, you know, you know, they made um, both bunker shuts back to back. So it was just, it's just a awesome atmosphere to be be in and, and to experience it. Did
0: you stay around for the ceremony tone or did you guys just bolt as soon as it was over or how did it all.
3: Yeah. We, um, we kind of left us, Sky Sheffield's group of going to the green um just trying to beat everything and you know we didn't we didn't get our chairs on 18 the last day we were on 9 um so he couldn't really it was really hard to see anything with the amount of people that were there um but we didn't know he four-putted i mean cuz we are kind of like when we were leaving it was like it, there was a there was applause but not like a roar of like you know whatever and i'm like oh that would probably explain it you know when you when i watched it later i was like oh yeah everybody's just kind of laughing and having a fun with it but um yeah it was uh it was it was a experience well worth it and i look forward to going back in the future
0: well that was my next question was uh so for me mine was 2016 uh it's not a burning desire for me to go back i i did it i loved it uh, i would eat a man like it's going out of style if i went back um but but you get more golf at home right i mean and you get the master's app and I I would have a I I wouldn't turn down going again, but for you, Tone, what how do you see this? Is this an every third year thing? Every other year? Every year? Scott, there's PA pros go every year. Right? I mean, there, there's a lot of them. I, I, oh, yeah. I live down there, but I'm just wouldn't be that way. What do you what's your feeling about that?
3: I would um yeah, I don't know if I would go every single year. I would definitely want to go. Yeah, maybe every couple or two times out of five. Um, I mean, obviously, I want—I really want to get my dad, you know, some lottery tickets and all that, because I think I want to experience that with him. That's probably the, you know, bringing him back some things from the tournament and, and telling him about him was special. Um, so I really want to get him there. But um, I think, you know, as I was looking at it, you know, if I were to go and I would probably, you know, maybe say like a Wednesday through, you know, go half day Wednesday through Friday, and then you experience the tournament on TV so you can actually kind of yep, watch you know, yep. what's going on and you get both yep but that would that would probably be you know I don't know if I would do another five-day experience I think to for the first time of you know it takes you a couple of days just to walk around the course and see everything you want and then experience it but now that you have that um just go in there for a couple of days seeing who what you want experience again eat pimento cheese sandwiches and chicken biscuits in the morning is what my go-to uh, <laughs> breakfast was um chicken biscuit there you go with some hot sauce um so, <laughs> so you were in georgia that's a yeah, big deal think, down there i think that's what i would probably do but um I, I would definitely try to try to go back all
0: right scotty let's move on to our final segment here and tone we need you to stay on because this is the big one um, this has been talked about for probably three, four years now that the uh, PGA professional championship has been moved to the spring and we have a bunch of guys that are, uh, if not down there not well, I would imagine most of them are down there now because that's coming up. Uh, what is it early next week? Correct.
1: First, first, first rounds on Sunday, Easter Sunday,
0: Sunday. Okay. So talk us through you two. I mean, this is your area, Scotty. Uh, I don't think you made it this year. Uh, which um, you and I uh, experienced that painful day up at the uh, Stone Ridge. And I was able to uh, walk you through that, but you have been there in the past. Some of us have not. So who's all going. And also talk me through the week before Scotty, cause you've been there and done that.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I actually qualified for one at Omni uh, at Barton Creek. uh, Yeah, this is the one that was uh, taken away due to COVID. So I've actually played practice rounds at these golf courses. So I know them. so I'm kind of excited. Obviously, I wish it was there, but I'm excited to see it on TV because I know the courses and I know the shots. Um, But yeah, this year, it's going to be tricky for our, our guys because it is one of those Springs where I think I saw something from Thomas Campbell that he finally got out on turf this week for the first time in Minnesota. And I know a bunch of guys like practice rounds start, I think on Thursday and you can check in today, practice rounds Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think you can play practice rounds today, but most people for practice rounds is just overkill or whatever. So and check in and get going, and so that's going to be the biggest thing: is getting used to playing off a of turf. Because sure, you could have taken a, a trip this winter. Some of us don't have uh, the uh, luxury of being in Florida all all winter. Some do, but uh, yeah. So they're better, and they're in mid season form. But a lot of our guys. That this might be their first time on grass in 2022, so that's going to be the biggest thing. I, I always, when I went to South Carolina the first year um, that i have done it, when it was in the spring, it was very. I spent a ton of time on short game. Obviously, played, got some reps, but I chipping and putting because the turf's different too. It's 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 not bent. Um, so that's that that was always my goal is. Do do the best you can to get your game tournament ready in three, four days.
0: Tolan, who do we got going from Minnesota this year?
3: Well, we have um, you know, Derek Holmes, obviously his top uh 20 finish last year returning. But in, in addition, we had eight qualifiers from the event. Um, you know, Jeff Sorensen, uh Roland Childs, Snyder, Nelson, Campbell, Stendhal, and Shefransky. Um so we you know I know they're going to be releasing the pairings and everything coming up here shortly. Um but it seems like a good group of guys and um you know hopefully we have some good contenders and get someone else to go back to the PJ championship.
0: So all of them are going. Nobody had to withdraw from our section.
3: You know, I I I believe all of them are going. Um I know um I, i'm not aware of anybody who is not, so i'm not please on.
0: bring that up is scotty you remember we interviewed uh darren fisher and he was like 20 something on the list and he was like yeah there's there's a there's a chance i don't know if you use the word good chance yeah but especially in the spring i would think a lot of these guys just have to pull out right
1: yeah it's uh some do but it's a big deal you're gonna make it work if you can
0: well, how does 20 something on the alternate then get in? It's not all easy, is it, Tone? What have you heard or seen that is a big reason why a lot of these alternates get in? I mean, I, I want to just say this. You run alternate playoffs for us, and a lot of people say, ah, whatever. It's a big, big deal. There's a chance that these alternates get in, and you should yeah. want one of those alternate spots.
3: Because Yeah, I mean, I think I think all those uh, you know, kind of like scott was saying you know you you qualify for this in the summer of the previous year and things come up things may change um obviously I, I don't think it's an easy decision for some of these people to pull out um but you know it's 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 you know it's with all tournaments with this one it, you know, i look at our, our local events like a state open and all that you know they're like why am i playing for third alternate in this one event i mean we state open we went through almost our whole entire alternate list last year besides wow. like five people so you know there's just so many different reasons why people change and schedules happen uh i mean i'm not sure what the main one is but um i just imagine a schedule changes and it's always important to to be on that list it's it means something as well as qualifying because you have that chance
0: well i've only qualified for the state open twice scott um one time I was an alternate and got in, and another time I qualified on my own and then I couldn't go. So I, <laughs> I was one of those guys as well, because remember Scott, it was always during corn capital
1: days. Yes. it, 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 it is now. Me. Yes. Um, one note, you know, we've got three of our members in the field that have played in the PGA championship with Jeff Sorensen, Brent Snyder, and obviously Derek Holmes last year. And, I believe everyone has qualified for one before except Thomas Campbell because he was just a member. Jesse Nelson, I believe, is qualified, but he has never went because the Omni at Barton Creek won. Um, but, uh, yeah, so everybody else, uh, they, they know what they're kind of getting into, how the, how the week works it's um the other thing that i always tried to do on saturday the day before is you could play some people go and they play a practice round every single day i tried to play nine just on saturday just to keep because it's a lot of walking too because you're not riding carts you got to take caddies it's These courses, I will tell you, they're up and down, so it's not gonna be an easy walk, especially when you're not used to it. So just to stay fresh, like, yeah, you want to be in good golf shape, but you also want to be rested and ready to go because you yeah, it's a mindset, and yeah, so that's one thing that you gotta really think about too. And you're in a different environment, you're not sleeping in your own bed and and the food down there you know it's texas you can get some spicy stuff and yeah it's the food's awesome yeah
0: sweet tea oh Uh, i should have qualified oh that's right i I didn't play good enough
3: i I (laughs) did really quick just check um the field as of yesterday and all those players i mentioned are are still in the field
0: nice thank thank you tone that's great we want representation and we also want to be a section that does well so that we can kind of put this to bed and I know some of our guys, the fact that it's in the spring, it is what it is. You know, we had our interview, Scotty, on the board call with uh, with the, uh, the guy that we're going to back for secretary. And, you know, um, this is a big deal, our PGA Championship. And moving it to this window uh, earlier in the season, um, you know, it, it all kind of ties into it. And I know it stinks for, well, it's not only us. I mean, goodness, if you lived in North Dakota, well, those guys are with us. That's right. Uh, well, if you lived in northern Wisconsin. You know, it stinks for those guys. Michigan, I'm sure it stinks for those guys. So we're not alone. How about New York? Are they playing
1: yet? Uh, some are, but yeah, it's it's anybody in the northern climates really hasn't gotten the reps.
0: So, I mean, it, it's going to stay here, it looks like, for a while, unless the PGA can't pony up the purse, because you saw what Augusta did. They added 30% to their purse, and uh, now what's going to happen? And then the Saudi tour is now throwing their money around again, And here we go. Right. So what's the PGA going to have to add? I know this is kind of a segue, but how much are they going to have to add Scotty?
1: Uh, They need to keep in line with uh, the other three uh, majors. They're not going to get to the players championship level. No one is. That's just a ridiculous amount. Um, So yeah, I think we're going to have to continue to keep it up there. Pay like a major if you want to be treated like a major. So yeah, it's, we're going to have to be right in line with the Masters, with with which is what we were last year.
0: Yeah, I, Masters went up to 15 from 11.5. We were at 12.5 last year is what I saw. I think we're going to have to go up to 14 at least. The British Open was at 11. They were the lowest. I think that they're going to probably come up to 13, 14, somewhere in there. But you're right. The Players' Championship, that's on a different level. That's a whole different reason for playing. But I'm interested to see what our, our hierarchy does with that purse. Um, I'm sure in the back of their heads they're like, really, really we have to do this, right? Well, yes, guess what? Sponsoring the Ryder cup at Beth Page is now gonna cost you a little bit more, I'm I'm guessing. So yeah. Tony, final.
3: No, I think I'm I'm uh I think it's all we talked about at all. I'm all good.
0: Scotty, thanks for battling through today, buddy. I uh, I know that you've been dealing with a lot of stuff, and uh, we'll uh, we're glad to have you on board, even though that you could have said let's do this on another day. So thank you for doing that, Scotty. Any
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I'm excited for now uh, May first and May second. The pro member at Olivia and uh, Luther one at Olympic. Those are going to be my first two competitive rounds. Seeing though our Dakota Pro Pro got postponed due to 41 and 20 mile an hour winds.
0: Hey, Tone, how busy are you on May
1: 1st?
3: Um, I don't think I'm that busy. I mean, I'm trying to get everything done but for, uh, the Friday before for May 2nd, but it depends on how many requests or emails I get. Okay. I'll you already got one speak.
1: from Greg.
3: You might gotta, get a
0: request from me. Okay. You might get I might need you to play at the Olivia Golf Club on May 1st.
3: All righty. Yes. I, I gotta cheap. I gotta make sure that I can uh, I haven't I haven't really practiced much, but I'll I'll, I'll be there if I we can. don't care about that. It's a quota game.
0: I'll set your quota a little bit lower, right down with mine. Scotty's is gonna be up here, so it's all good. Uh we're gonna make it happen. All right, that's tone for Kaylee Ekstrom, Scott McDonald, and Greg Snow. Thank you all for joining us for. Our second episode this year in season five of Club Ro Chatter. Have a great day, everybody.